Hello, friends, and welcome to the Star City Podcast, a place where you can hear interesting and encouraging stories about life, work, family, and faith from people just like you. My name is Brian Smith, and I'll have the privilege of being your host for the next few minutes. And I just know that you're going to be glad that you clicked on today's podcast because I'm going to be talking with my friend and Baptist Press journalist, Tim Cox. Hello, Tim. Are you there? I am. Thank you so much for having me on, Brian. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much for what you do, and thank you for uh, squeezing us in there in Nashville on a busy Thursday. Uh, We're glad that you're here at the Star City Podcast, and I want to talk about some good news for a change. Uh, You know, it seems like everywhere you turn nowadays, the news is just always bad. It's discouraging and, and even frightening at times. A lot of people are unsettled, but one might be surprised to learn that there's really a lot of good news to talk about when it comes to the things that God is doing with his people who serve him in the Southern Baptist Convention. Tim, what are some of the positive things that are going on in the SBC that excites you today? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. Uh, There are so many things in the Southern Baptist Convention that uh, excite me. God is doing amazing things, and it's a privilege that I get to talk about those things and report them uh, as part of Baptist Press and the team um, and so one of those things uh, that really excites me that's going on in the convention um, is related to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering that the IMB uh, collects every year. Uh, now, for those who may not know, uh, the IMB, the International Mission Board, is the missions agency, the sending agency of Southern Baptists. So it's our sending agency. We send uh, hundreds of missionaries uh, throughout the world um, through the IMB every year. Um, and so every year around Christmas time, they collect, uh, the IMB collects the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And now that offering is specifically named after, uh, famous, uh, Southern Baptist missionary Lottie Moon, uh, who, uh, was famous for her missions work in China. Um, and so that offering is collected every year, like I said, around Christmas time. And some of the positive news related to that is we had so many reports this year of churches who had never collected a specific offering related to the Lottie Moon offering, and they did it for the first time this year because they really want to invest in missions in their church and emphasize that. And we also heard reports of churches um, who had been collecting Lottie Moon offerings and had been for a long time, but the number that they reached this year far exceeded their goals and far exceeded any amount of offering that they had done in previous years. Uh, we've done many stories in Baptist Press about that. And so those those things are really encouraging to me just because we know that 100% of these funds that are raised for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering go straight to the missionaries uh, with the IMB who are going to be taking the gospel uh, to the nations and around the world. So that's that's super encouraging to me when I hear reports like that. Boy, you're exactly right, Tim. And as a journalist, as you are with Baptist Press, uh, what a great story to get out about new churches contributing to Lottie Moon and other churches exceeding uh, goals and amounts that they've given in recent years. It's almost, one would think it believe that God knows that coming out of COVID, there's going to be a fresh season and an opportunity to preach the gospel like like we perhaps didn't have before COVID. And so giving to support the work of missions and getting the gospel out, what an exciting time to do that. But you know, Tim, the generosity of Southern Baptists hasn't been limited just to Lottie Moon, has it? No, uh, there are many other ways that uh, Southern Baptists continue to be generous in their giving towards 
uh, missions work even beyond, as I was saying, the, the Lottie Moon offering specifically. Um, there are many other Baptist uh, funds uh, and ways to raise money for uh, missions that Southern Baptists are involved with, um, and one of which um, specifically related to uh, current news that a lot of people have been keeping up with is related to what's going on in Ukraine um, and the conflict that is going on there. Um, I believe just recently passed uh, over six months since the uh, conflict uh, kind of officially began um, and Russia invaded the country. Um, and so what has been going on with Southern Baptists related to that is that uh, funds have been raised and uh, and they've been going directly to missionaries and relief work toward the country in Ukraine. And so the Baptists working there on the ground and in related countries near, uh, such as Romania and Poland. And so the way that funds have been raised is through the Southern Baptist organization called Sin Relief. And what Sin Relief does is they do uh, just what it sounds like. Uh, they send relief and they have uh, very specific um they have very specific target areas where they try to provide uh, compassion ministry um, in the name of Jesus Christ. So when I say compassion ministries, I'm talking about things like poverty, human trafficking, uh, disaster relief, crisis relief, um, refugee work. Um, and so a lot of that has been going on uh, in the area of Ukraine, just with everything that's going on, uh, like I mentioned, for the conflict. And so Spin Relief, the organization, um, is Southern Baptist basically compassion arm. And so that is a joint effort between the two organizations of the International Mission Board, which I was uh, just talking about, and the North American Mission Board, which is dedicated to missions work and, and, and church planning and things like that in North America. So it's a joint effort between those two organizations related to compassion ministry. Um, and so they've been collecting specific offerings related to uh, the efforts in Ukraine and their ministry there. Um, and just recently we had heard that the funds for that had surpassed $10 million. Just just in, yes, just in the last few months, uh, specifically related to Ukraine ministry. And that all goes 100%, not 90%, 100% goes to missions work that Sin Relief is doing in Ukraine or the surrounding areas. And so that is so encouraging to me that there are people in Ukraine that are that are suffering and that are hurting, uh, but help is being done in the name of Jesus uh, through Southern Baptists. And, you know, that is just a crazy amount to think of, $10 million. Uh, it's just so encouraging to me um, uh, to hear about that. Um, and then another way I wanted to mention briefly is about uh, cooperative program giving. And cooperative program giving uh, is another uh, Southern Baptist um uh, way to raise funds and raise uh, money for missions. And it goes to support all of the different organizations of the SBC. So the International Mission Board that I mentioned, the North American Mission Board, and all of the other different um, Southern Baptist entities, such as the Policy Arm, the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and also things um, like Southern Baptist Seminaries. So that fund goes to support help support all of those. And we just recently got our numbers back for this fiscal year, and they have uh, they have been the highest 
uh, cooperative program in giving since uh, 2008 was, I believe, the last time we had uh, this a number like this. So those those types of numbers are really encouraging to me to know that Southern Baptists are being generous um, even throughout everything that's going on in the world. So Yes, praise the Lord for uh, the generous and faithful response financially as stewards of that which God has entrusted to us that we're seeing take place across our convention these days. And talking about our mm-hmm. convention Tim, uh, as you know, this past su- this past summer, Southern Baptists met in Anaheim, California, for their annual convention, and there was understandably a lot of attention focused on the Sexual Abuse Task Force report and the convention's response to it, which we've talked about before here on the Star City podcast. Uh, but I'm afraid there's a lot of good news that may have gone unreported because of all of the attention and the other things uh, that were going on uh, at the same time, as you saw it. What were some of the good things about this past year's convention and, and some of the exciting things that God is doing in the lives and churches of Southern Baptists? Right, yes, absolutely. And just as you said uh, this past summer um, at the annual meeting uh, in Anaheim, there, of course, was, as you said, a lot of attention related to uh, the task force report and the messengers uh, at the convention, uh, the guests who voted on the reforms uh, related to that based upon the presentation that they gave. And so a lot of uh, attention was given to that. But as you said, there are many other positive things that are also going on in the convention that people may not know about as much as uh, as that specifically. Um, and so there's many things that I could talk to you related to that. And that's one of my uh, favorite things about the job that I have is getting to hear encouraging stories about Southern Baptists and tell them to other people. And I get to hear stories that people may not, uh, the average person may not be able to hear. And so we're able to tell those as part of our website and part of our ministry. Um, and so one of those, a couple of those I want to talk about now, uh, one of those was related to something that happened at the annual meeting, actually. So as part of the annual meeting, uh, every year as part of it, there is a resolutions committee that brings different resolutions uh, to the committee for their approval. And what a resolution is, is sort of a statement, if you will, that says, uh, we as Southern Baptists at this current time uh, believe this about this topic or, or have this to say about this topic. And so resolutions are, are passed or not passed every year, um, and this committee brings them to the, to the convention to do that. Um, and so resolutions are not binding, meaning that doesn't mean that every single Southern Baptist believes this, but it just means that uh, what it means that this convention at the specific time is saying that we uh, agree with this. Um, and so there are others uh, in the future that may be passed even related to the same topics. Um, and so one that was passed this year was related to um, ministry to Native Americans. And so uh, actually something that was really unique uh, about the uh, the um uh, resolutions committee this year was there was a Native American pastor named Mike Keybone. He's a pastor in Oklahoma, and he presented a resolution uh, that talked about uh, the ter- the uh, terrible things uh, that uh, have happened to Native Americans uh, in the past in this country, um, and basically decrying those things and saying those things were evil. Um, and, and that we as Southern Baptists stand against these things. And so uh, as that resolution uh, was passed, uh, not only was it just passed at that uh, convention, but after that, uh, Keybone, this pastor from Oklahoma, 
was able to come to a few different events related to Native Americans in his community and actually share that resolution and share that, yes, we acknowledge Southern Baptists that terrible things have been done in this country to Native Americans, but we acknowledge them, uh, we repent for them, we lament them, and we want to say that we want to come along and help uh, with the recovery and with prayer and with ministry to this people group. And it was very impactful for me to see this coming from a Native American pastor himself. Um, and so that was very impactful for me to not only are Southern Baptists speaking to this topic in, in the form of this resolution during the summer, but it's also being used in practical ways uh, to minister to that specific people group um, by a Native American pastor. Um, so that was one that really stood out for me. And Another, other ones that really stand out to me are just always stories of people being saved and baptized. Uh, those stories are super encouraging. And so I, I mean, it's in our name, Baptist Press. And so that's one of the things we always want to get in and report and remember is that, uh, when people are baptized, that is a real person with a real story who has been changed, uh, by the grace and love of Jesus Christ. And so those are a couple different examples of stories that we've done that have been super encouraging. Uh, to me, and I, they're on Baptist Press now, and so I hope they're encouraging to others as well. They were for me. Boy, that's great, Tim. That is great to know and great to hear. Thank you for sharing that with us, and and uh, for our listeners who, who may not be familiar with you, um, you graduated from uh, Liberty University with a bachelor's degree in journalism and also a master's of divinity with a focus in discipleship, and now you're a journalist and a staff writer for Baptist Press. So let me ask you this question. How do you actually see your role as a journalist for Baptist Press uh, as being an important part or perhaps even an extension of your own personal faith uh, and what God has called you to do in this role uh, as a writer and reporter and journalist? Yes. Uh, so thank you for that question. Um, and I think that it is just as you said, um, I see this work that I have as uh, an extension of my faith. Um, so I do kind of view myself as a Christian reporter, if you will. And so it's something that I'm very passionate about. Um, it can be hard work um, because as a reporter, you get a lot of information and some of it's good and some of it's bad. Um, and we have a responsibility to tell both. Uh, but the good news um, and, th- uh, and things related to that is what really keeps me going and keeps my passion burning. Um, but as far as your question is, how, how do I see this uh, role of of a journalist, um, and my faith kind of, how do they play together? Um, I think that that's an important topic and something, as I said, that I'm very passionate on. And I see this work as basically being kind of a messenger, if you will, uh, because I know that God is doing great work throughout the Southern Baptist convention. And I want people to be able to know about that. So when they're giving to these different causes that I was mentioning earlier, I want them to know that this is going to a specific person. This is going to a specific uh, missionary or pastor or planter, and they're doing great work, and people are being transformed uh, by the love of Jesus. Um, and so sometimes people can, people even myself, can get bogged down in numbers. So part of what I feel is my calling as a journalist and a reporter for a Christian agency like Baptist Press is to get through the numbers, break through the numbers, and get to the people involved and the stories involved and tell what God is doing in these different examples, like the couple that I just mentioned previously. Um, 
it, as I said, it's more than just um, just the numbers and the statistics and information. It's also about the story of someone's life that was changed. And as people read these stories, I hope that they're encouraged and, and, and that they think, oh, well, maybe I should get involved with a ministry like that, or I should share my faith that way, or I should get involved in my church and my community um, doing a ministry like this. So that's what I hope that I provide in my role and my calling in doing this, is that people are informed and they're educated, but that they're also inspired and that they want to uh, live out uh, something in their life that resembles the story that they've read. So um, thank you for that question. And, and yeah, that's kind of what I feel about my calling and how it relates to uh, my role as a reporter. So, Well, congratulations on your aspiration, Tim. What a great thing it would be if, if journalism as a whole across America uh, had more of that attitude and aspiration than, than the mm-hmm. uh, deconstruction, critical way of approaching uh, so much that we hear about and read about in the media today. Hey, Tim, it's been great mm-hmm. having you as our guest here at Star City. But before we go, tell us about the different ways and sources for how someone can keep up with what God is doing in the Southern Baptist Convention today. Yes, um, and so all of our stories are released. We try to release at least five or more articles on our website, baptistpress.com, so you can see those every every day there, baptistpress.com, and we also have an email that releases uh, every morning and every afternoon uh, with those five or more stories that we had for that day, so that's baptistpress.com, and we also have a couple of different podcasts um, that we release uh, every week. Um, uh, one we release every week is called SBC This Week, and that uh, talks about kind of a summary of all the different news that we did throughout the week. Um, and another is called Good News for Today, and it's just what it sounds like. It's good news with only positive things are going on in the world of Christianity or the Southern Baptist Convention. And so uh, that is available on some radio stations throughout the country, but also through our YouTube channel um, and our website. So Good News for Today podcast, baptistpress.com, SBC This Week, another podcast that we do once a week. And the last one that I wanted to plug is uh, Baptist Press This Week, which is something that we just started. So it's a weekly video interview series where one of our super, uh, one of my supervisors and one of our reporters, uh, our editor, Brandon Porter, interviews people and leaders throughout the Southern Baptist Convention, um, and it's available on our YouTube page. So that was a few different things, but everything's Baptist Press, baptistpress.com, Baptist Press on YouTube, um, and you can find all these things there. So thank you so much for letting me plug those things. Well, sure thing, Tim, and thank you so much for being our guest here on the Star City Podcast. What a great opportunity, and we've enjoyed having the chance to talk with you, and I hope we'll do it again from time to time, checking in with you about some of the good news that's taking place in the Southern Baptist Convention. And so, friends, we've come to the end of another Star City Podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed hearing about some really exciting and good things, encouraging things that God is doing through His people called to serve him in the Southern Baptist Convention. I'm Brian Smith, wishing you a very good day today. And remember to please keep living your life by His grace and always for His glory.